Welcome to the episode three of this fifth year podcast. This is going to be your first NBA update, first NBA podcast, first NBA episode. We're going to kick it off straight away just with the recent things. Christmas Day games just recently came out. Biggest one, the Battle of LA, Clippers versus Lakers in the Staples Center. How you how you guys feeling about this matchup? Um, I kind of feel like they kind of did a disservice to it by having it as the opening gate game. Yeah, too. like yeah, uh, the Cavs, the Cavs Warriors like Christmas Day games were actually pretty hyped up because it was the first time they met after their last finals game, whenever that last finals game was. Like I got it might even because the Clippers and Lakers had to play each other four times. They might end up playing even twice before Christmas. So I don't. That would be how, terrible business, man. It would still be. I mean, it's still going to be a great game because of who was on yeah. the court. But I feel like they kind of watered it down a bit by giving it an opening night. I mean, the opening night game is going to be pretty great. But I definitely. I mean, it's still going to be a good game. But yeah, I feel the same way. I just don't like how they're going to put it at like ten thirty, eleven o'clock. Um, I mean, that's how West Coast. But yeah, games I know. Are. I know that that's just what they have to do for West Coast teams. All right, next next game on the schedule or on the list was uh, the New Orleans Pelicans traveling to Denver to play the Denver Nuggets. How you guys feel that matchup is gonna go? I definitely think they could have put a better game together, and it's not only because um, I get what they're doing. Obviously, it's Zion. Like that, I mean, that's obviously why it's there. I just think they could have put a better team in the Pelicans' place. Like personally, I think um, the Jets. The overall better team that would they could have put in that spot. Surprised the Mavericks, um, obviously Kristaps and Luca, but um, I'm just glad Zion got it instead of the Knicks. Okay. Zion's gonna bring well, in all the things on Christmas. No, I saw this one thing that was like they they're just happy with the schedule because we don't have to deal with watching the Knicks lose by thirty while putting out five power forwards. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, we'll get to. After that was. <laughs> uh, all right, next one is going to be Boston in Toronto. I'm going to just start off with this. I'm not a big fan of this because Boston's star player being replaced with Kemba Walker and then Toronto not getting any compensation for the loss of Dan Green and Kawhi Leonard. I don't see how this is supposed to be a popular game. Well, I would disagree. I think had a couple. I mean, I mean, the the finals they all the defending champions always on Christmas it's just what they they deserve it I mean I guess you can say but I mean who else are you gonna put with Boston now Boston uh Brooklyn if that had been the first time they would have played now that would have been interesting that would have that would have been a much been. better choice in my opinion than Toronto that would have yeah. been a great, yeah that's from it would have been Toronto's a really kind of boring now but you have to put the Raptors what would really hurt to, to say because you, you have to, to give respect to them because they were still what a 40 something yeah no no yeah I'm just well, you know I'm not gonna well, probably watched well that's where game. I come back to the Pelicans Nuggets game I know you want Zion but then why not give Zion why not put you kept the uh, Pelicans Raptors opening day why not that be the Christmas game so you can sell Zion while they're defending champs and then you could put the Nets instead and take out the Nuggets I mean I know everyone I know the Nuggets are two key last year they're a really good team one game away from the but conference I mean, final the NBA the NBA's regular the regular season's met for drama I mean if we're being honest here yeah but and I don't I don't Pelicans Nuggets I mean, one team that does have drama, in my opinion, would be the Bucks and the 76ers. We saw at the end of last season, Giannis and Ben Simmons well, going at each other. That that It's not even that. I mean, it's basically a preview of the Eastern Conference Finals. <laughs> I mean, unless something, unless something happens at the trade deadline or something, or another team makes a move, I mean, the Sixers and the Bucks are the best two teams in the East. And, I mean, that, that's definitely why they're the... It's definitely going to be very watchable. Compared to previous years. Compared to... I'm excited about the last game. I'm excited about the last game. Yes, yes, yes. The new duo of James Harden and Russell Westbrook going to Golden State. I love this. Unfortunately... Clay's um, not going to be back for that. Yeah. Nope. Who the hell knows? I mean, they were calling about February. Clay could be the ultimate warrior and make his debut on Christmas. Dude, that would, be, I would rate that, dude. That, that would get dumb rating, bro. That would be so Wait. stupid. That would be that stupid for his health. But out of five games, that's definitely the um the game I'm looking forward to the most right there. 
All right. Next up, we just got through the Christmas Day games. Give her impressions. I got a little thing pulled up. I thought of it myself. Called the good, the bad, and the silent. Basically, the way that's arranged, one team that improved, in your opinion, the most, a team that took the biggest step back, and a team that silently moved around in the offseason and just stayed the same. I'm going to start off with my good, the Los Angeles Lakers, because they weren't a playoff team. And I don't care if you say it is because of injuries. They weren't there no matter what. They gave up a few of their assets, but they still brought in, in my opinion, two All-NBA players when healthy. They still have good Uh. vets, a good young player in Kyle Kuzma. That team is looking a lot better than they would have been if they were to just do nothing. I mean, for me, it's, to me, an easy answer only because if you, if you, what wins championships, superstars win championships. One team added two superstars and nobody else did. That would be the, the Los Angeles Clippers. I don't know how you can really argue against the Clippers having the best offseason in the league this year. You you went from no all-stars to two superstars in one offseason. I mean, how can you refute that? I love what they did this year, Out even outside of Kawhi and Paul George. I thought they didn't know either. I don't know. There's rumors he might be starting. I don't know if he's going to start, but I think that was another good pickup. I think the Clippers just clearly obviously had the best offseason. I mean, who else he's boasting that they added Paul George and Kawhi Leonard? And one offseason. Along with you, Deuce also said that the Clippers were the biggest improvement. Go ahead and give your opinion on that, Deuce. Yeah, but it's not even. I mean, if you had two alt superstars like George and Leonard, that would usually give you the best offseason. But they also they kept Lou Williams, who's going to be the sixth man probably off the bench. They kept Patrick Beverly, which I thought was very, very crucial. Very important. Radar signing. Still got Montrez Harrell. Uh, I think they still have Zubach. Is that right? They do. Zubach. Yeah. Four-year deal. He's there for a while. They locked him up. Long yeah, long. they're going to be able to compete with that Lakers team. I I would go as far to say they're better as of now, but obviously we're just speculating in August. It's all speculation. Yeah. Got it, got it, it's got to be the Clippers for me, too. All right, now this is when everything started being switched up. When we talk about the biggest step back, I'm looking at a team that's possibly fighting for a playoff spot after being one of the presumed top teams going into the going into the offseason, the Oklahoma City Thunder. They lost Wilson Westbrook. They lost Paul George. Now, you can say they still have Gallinari, CP3, and Shea Gillis-Alexander, but those three as a replacement for George and Russell Westbrook, they are not going to be anywhere near the production. Plus, they I don't they, they do have Andre Roberson coming back, but <laughs> that's... Yeah, that's not going to be enough to help well, that team out. I would even... I would even go far. I don't even know where you... They're not. The they're just not. <laughs> the Thunder. They're not making the playoffs. Well, yeah, that's my point. Yeah, and this team's tank. Chris Paul, they're going to trade the first things they did. But I want, I think, I mean, I love him. Kyle Lowry's my favorite NBA player. But, I mean, the Raptors, I think, and I quite, I do like a couple of moves they made. But when you're the defending champs and you lose your best player, you're the best player in the league. Yes, I said that. And, I mean, yeah, that's, that's where I would go with that. I don't, I mean, the Raptors, they're still going to be a playoff team. But, I mean, they're not a championship contender anymore. They were last year. I think it's I mean, losing Kawhi Leonard hurts. And they lost Danny Green. I feel like people don't give that much attention to Danny Green also moving on. I would agree with that. But I did like a couple of the moves they made. I mean, I like the – I mean, I think Stanley Johnson, if he's ever going to do anything with his NBA career, it's going to be now. And I like the Hollis Jefferson pickup. Um, he'll give them bench and, and Anobi. And Anobi's actually coming back off of injury. That's, that's, yeah, that's another coming back. Yeah. So and he's going to, I think he's going to improve. He's obviously going to probably be their starting three now. But, I mean, yeah, but I mean, losing Kawhi Leonard, I don't, 
I think that's obviously the big step back. I mean, I know you're coming over for the Thunder. The Thunder are a team that, despite losing two All-Stars, can't even got the first round. The Raptors are defending champions, and they don't have their best players. Yeah, I agree with both years. I can see what the Thunder declined a lot. Um, I was going to go with Toronto originally, but then after I looked at it again, I'm going to go with the Boston Celtics because they were... I do not like this pick. They were a champion. People thought, hey, they're getting Kyrie healthy for a full year. They think they're going to get Gordon Hayward back. Now, obviously, Gordon Hayward wasn't as they expected him to be. And Kyrie Irving, we all saw what happened there. But this team was, you know, a favorite in the East. For, you know, they were going to beat right up there with the Raptors and the, the Bucks and the Sixers. And they were a little disappointing in the playoffs. But then they let Kyrie was going to go. They replaced him with Kemba Walker, who we can all agree is not an upgrade over Kyrie Irving. But they also lost Al Horford to a division rival, which is bigger than Kemba Walker. I think Kemba Walker is going to be a better fit and will play better in Boston than Kyrie did. Not saying that he is a better player, but I feel like he is going to play better than Kyrie did in Boston. Even if you go with that, losing Al Horford, Boston... Yes. Yeah, yeah, because they did no get low post defense in Boston. Oh man, I mean, they they pick up Enos Cantor who can't, can't play, play defense. Play anything. Oh my god, that defense. There's no, is and I don't atrocious. even know who. I mean, I think they brought back uh, Daniel Tice to come for. I mean, they're hurting it. They're they're big men, and they lost Aaron Baines. I feel like that's a very underrated signing for the Suns. Aaron Baines, yeah. leaving the Boston Celtics. Yeah, that's a big hit to their depth. Yeah, no. All right, I might go with Boston the one. Well, okay, yeah, we can move on. We'll get to that later. We'll move on. All right, now my silent, the team that I feel like stayed the same. I picked the Celtics, but I completely forgot that they had to freaking swap out Al Horford with a Nest Cancer. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I completely right. forgot that. Well, but at the same time, I feel like going into this next season. That team is going to look almost the exact same. They're going to be mid-East, and they're probably going to be a first, second round out. I don't see any improvement or D or moving back by that roster. I really feel confident in what Brad Stevens can do. So I really feel like they just stayed consistent. Um, For me, I think... I thought, to me, I thought this was one of the, the easiest topics. I thought, for me, it was I went with the Spurs. Um, the Spurs, I think the only, I mean, they added Demari Carroll. That's the only guy they added. And, uh, I mean, the, really the Spurs aren't it's, really known for ever, uh, making big free agency moves, point, except though. that I mean, it's, one it's LaMarcus Aldridge. They're, they're the same team and they're probably going to compete for around the same playoff spot. They were the seven seed last year. I can see them being about the seven, anywhere from six to eight this year. Um, Popovich is still coaching same I mean they do get to John Tate Murray back but it's not, he was still on the roster last year he just hurt but I mean overall it's, I, mean, I, I like their draft pick team. though and uh, Lucas and Maniac I, I really like that draft pick um, Lonnie that's Walker almost is eventually going to progress to be the best shooting guard in the NBA but um, when he's not there yet but Lonnie Walker will eventually become the greatest player of all time <laughs> out of Redding, Pennsylvania, out of Redding, Pennsylvania baby but um, let's go you I mean, Let's yeah, go Spurs, you. The Spurs basically, the Spurs basically did, yeah. They stayed the same. I went with the Sixers. Uh, now, I think they should have just ran it back. They didn't have to throw all that money at Horford. While it was a good signing, uh, I think they would have done the same if they just ran it back with Butler. I mean, Keeping Tobias Harris was good. I don't think they wanted to – I don't think Jimmy Butler wanted well, to. Yeah, yeah see, right. that's the thing. He didn't want to, so they had to go. Well, that's what I think. You had, they had to throw the yeah. money at Horford they needed to stay competitive. I mean, well, I mean to be yeah. fair, yeah, they're, we've they're, seen in the playoffs multiple times. Al Horford was one of the only players to actually be able to stop or slow down Joel Embiid. So it's like, might as well just good. sign him. They need to go get Melo. Oh man, need some bench help. Bad. That bench is looking drained, man. That's the only problem I see with the Sixers. But their bench was drained last year after they uh, made the Tobias Harris trade. Losing Bill Bonner, might hurt him, but uh, in all seriousness, I think they'll oh, yeah, be the that's, same. That's my scary. They're bet. I don't mind. Like, I like their. You know, the only player I actually I can I like. Well, Mike Scott is still okay. I mean, it's obviously nothing to be. I think the about, biggest hit is that they lost JJ Reddick. That's gonna hurt him a lot. Yeah, that's that's, that's their biggest. That's yeah, gonna that's, hurt I mean, 
Yeah, especially what it's they're gonna need Zaire Smith beyond the yard. But I think they'll be a second round. Yeah, they're worst again. Plus, I think the Citrus is still gonna um. They're obviously not done. I definitely think by the deadline they'll end up adding adding something. Yeah, they're pretty aggressive. So, they'll, they'll, I think they'll be a good team for the buyout market when it comes. Yeah, that's and it. Do imagine if we just see Ben Simmons just shooting thirty percent from three. I, I don't know why they should jump shot. I mean, that's all he needs. <laughs> yeah, they should go out and pick up Jamal Crawford. I mean, Jamal Crawford he is one year left. Man, I forgot he's still a free agent. But he he still showed. I mean, he had a fifty-point game last year. The yeah, guy, they don't have scoring on the bench. It's exactly what he can. They don't have scoring. They don't have defense. They barely have a bench. And they could go. They could go to approach where they just want to just outscore everyone, play like the Rockets. And the thing is, he can come in. He can even be in a way there, in a way, a closure for that team. Because obviously Josh Richardson is much more of a defender. He can definitely come in late. Games. That was one of my biggest yeah, critiques with Josh Richardson. I feel like he was very scared of the moment because there. I can remember three instances. Dwayne Wade has the ball late in the game. He gives it to Josh Richardson, basically just lets him know, take the game, uh, make the shot, win it for us. And then he kind of scrambles and throws up a very bad contested three. I never really but, but liked Josh Richardson isn't coming into Philadelphia to be that closer. Like they're gonna give the ball to him. Well, probably. that's my point. I think yeah. that's why I think I think a guy like Jamal Crawford would be a perfect signing for this situation. Yeah. Jamal Crawford, title Well, because remember, before they had Jimmy Butler, there was always that conversation of who's their closer. If they need exactly. a three, if they need a three, who are they going well, right, to? Because they right only now, had JJ Redick. Tobias Harris. It's Tobias Harris right now. Oh, man. I mean, that's just the truth of it. That's who it, I mean, right now, if they're down two and if they're late game last three minutes, then you don't, I mean, it's going to be Tobias Harris. All right. So let's go on to the next thing. Quick, is this news completely stolen from the starters? Let's uh, just start it off immediately. Report Thunder, Chris Paul expecting guard to start season in Oklahoma. This was immediately after the, the original trade. Basically, just they couldn't find a trade for Chris Paul out of there. So how do you guys feel about Chris Paul suiting up for the Thunder? So, it's a waste of time. I mean, I, I don't even – I wouldn't even let him get on the court. I'm trying to lose games. <laughs> I'm trying to get the best lottery odds I can. I don't. I don't even get it. If I were the Thunder, I would just. I wouldn't even suit him up. So, I mean, that's just me. I feel bad. But I guess. I mean, I guess to suit him up, maybe. I mean, you want to showcase he still has something to eventually trade him, as in in December when forty percent of the league is tradable again. Because that's the ultimate goal. They're going to try to trade Chris Paul by the deadline. Um, I mean, I think right now. Can I think they're just already gone for Chris Paul? I think it makes sense, but that's the, here the Detroit there. Pistons would be a very good idea. place for Chris Paul, just for the pieces around. And him. they have the salaries to match. Yeah, so I don't, I don't. I think that's the only thing that it's the only team when I look and I go, I mean, that makes sense to actually do it. The Pistons are stuck in NBA park purgatory. Um, they're going nowhere. You picked up Chris Paul. You can at least pretend that you can at least pretend you can contend in the East, whether you actually can or not. Probably, I would lean toward you can't, but at least you can tell your fans, "Look, we have a competitive roster." The East. Isn't I'd rather that be strong. in the East than the West. I think everybody. Would. Yeah, hey man, just imagine this. Yeah, though. Imagine it, this: Chris Paul and Blake Griffin playing together, dude. Come on, that's like unstoppable, man. Uh, I hope he gets traded for his sake. <laughs> so I feel like no, no. If you give uh, the Pistons Chris Paul, that reminds me very much of Lob City, right? Yep. But, so, yeah, Drummond just being a better DeAndre Jordan, in my opinion, Blake Griffin being yeah, Blake that Griffin. Work. See, that's the thing. They, did, they obviously don't have J.J. Reddick, but freaking, um, who's that? Luke Kennard? Luke Kennard's a shooter, bro. <laughs> Langston Gall- Galloway, he's a shooter. I mean, I don't, I don't know many people that are uh, boasting. Ben Langston Galloway. 
and Lincoln Galloway. Bro, dude. Well, no, see, the thing is, it's what to max salaries, the, the, the Pistons would give up Tony Snell, Langston Galloway, and Reggie Jackson. That's how they can Okay, salaries. they still keep a but young player sense. in Seiko Dumbaya. They still have Luke Kennard, who they can still flip for someone that could help. And Derrick Rose, Derrick Rose, y'all, Derrick Rose can fill in the shit man. Which role, is what he, yeah, he said he I think would be nice. fun with the role. Derrick the Rose off the bench will forever be deadly. And then, and then for the Thunder, I mean, it just makes sense that you're getting if you take Reggie Jackson, Galloway, let Tony Snow, you get three expiring contracts that you won't have to pay for next year. They all suck, so they'll all they'll continue, they'll continue to lose games, which is what the Thunder are trying to do. Um, so I mean, I think it just makes sense both ways. So and I don't know why the Pistons. If I'm the Pistons, I think the best move left on the table for them to get. There's nothing. I mean, there's nothing else they really can do, and with the rush, it's a very they're at best a low seeded playoff team that goes out in the first round. Yeah, right. that's same. Next up, Brandon Ingram close to normal after surgery. Is that news? I mean, no, because I mean, I expect. I, I mean, expect I, yeah, I guess. I mean, not really. I mean, okay, with blood clots, see what happened to Chris Bosh, man. Blood class is not something. It's yeah, not something I mean, normal. Do you just see someone like, oh yeah, yeah, he'll he'll recover. It's also not normal to be built like Slenderman, so should be alright. Yeah, but I mean, never no reports that it was career threatening, really. So I never expected it to ever hold him back. So, so you don't. So you guys think that if the Pelicans don't have someone like Brandon Ingram, maybe their playoff chances are a bit more shot. Because obviously, as as no, it I is, mean, they're no, obviously no, like on the brink, you know. No, I'm not saying that like Brandon Ingram's useless. I'm just saying like I, I mean, I kind of expect him to be okay and back on the court. Yeah, no, so it's I not like really... they said he was like you know this is career threatening. I mean, it, it was. It's blood Oh uh, well, uh, it looks like it's not now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, final one. Zion Williamson announces he's signing with Jordan Brand. That, I think that's news. That's going to revive Jordan after they flopped with Westbrook and Melo. You think they flopped I mean, with those two? Well, probably not financially, but, like, how many people are wearing West, Westbrook's nowadays? Dude, Westbrook's shoes are ugly. CP3, I mean, that's, yeah, any, Jor- any one of those Jordan shoes are always ugly in my opinion. See, but you still can compare to, like, the threes and the elevens, so it's just yeah. Tough. To me though, the only the thing that the thing that I would probably worry about is I I don't I just don't think an athlete can ever top the Jordan brand, and so I think that's maybe a reason why none of these guys. I mean, obviously Westbrook's not LeBron or anything, but I mean more people like Russell Westbrook than I, well. Never. Are you really going that far to say that more people like Russell Westbrook though? Yeah, I don't know where you're going. No, I was going to say over guys like Paul George, Kyrie, who are doing really well at Nike, but I, then I might want to take a step back. But, I mean, I don't know. We have no idea. It's really all yeah. on what Zion does. Zion really is a superstar. I'm glad he, he took his own path and then joined Nike with all these guys. I mean, Check I guess they just offered the best bag. Yeah, pretty much. Team Reebok, Kawhi Leonard, best player. Did you say Reebok? What? Like, new, oh, balance, new balance, yeah, yeah, he's new balance, dude. I told y'all, new bro. Balance. If someone, if someone that. comes on, like, if an NBA player comes on the court rocking some Reeboks, you I'm losing it. Jack, <laughs> I just, like, I just thought of a brand that nobody cares about, and I remember Kawhi. Was yeah, I want, I want to see, I want to see some yeah. NBA players hooping up in like some sketchers, dude. Like some of those Making light up Magic ones. or Converse. Well, that's Taylor's. different. <laughs> Not really. Yo, 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 just watch someone pull up in some Tims. Anyways. <laughs> Dude, what? That doesn't even make sense. Why did you Stop. say that? Why? Anyways. Alright, th- this is, this is going to be some fun. Alright, who did this? We're going to give a one-player specific stat. One hint, if needed, after the first guess. Each of y'all get one guess, or two guesses each. So... Are we both gonna get? Are we both just gonna guess, and then you're gonna tell us if either of us got yeah, it right? Yeah, yeah. So you guys are gonna okay. guess who it is. If none of you guys get it right, I'll give the hint. You guys guess again. All right. So first thing I have up in the last three seasons, only one player has made three or more lobs in the fourth quarter in clutch time. Clutch oh. time being when a game was in, when a game is within five points in the last five minutes. 
Are you saying thrown lobs or caught like lobs? caught lobs? Okay, okay. What? Oh man! Wow, that is such an odd stat. <laughs> That's so <Damn>. random. <laughs> Holy shit! That, <laughs> that is, is so random. random. <laughs> I really gotta think about that. In the last three seasons, only one player, only one player has made three or more lobs in the fourth quarter in clutch time. And by the way, this player did it twice. Oh, oh, he had you done it for three straight years. No, 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 no. So he's done it twice, but he's the only player to do it within the last three seasons. Whew. Um... Idea. <laughs> Such an odd question. Uh, is it Giannis? Um, no, it's not Giannis. Um, it's, it's not. Right I'll, I'll, well, wait, are we only wait. Did we get one guess, or did we just keep? Are we only I thought we only we got one two. guess. Two. No, I'm, I'm okay. This oh, yeah, isn't the hint, but I'll say this: it's not a star player. Neither, none of these guys. Did, nah, it, come on! Why you give it? I didn't get one. <laughs> All right, my first. I'm gonna go with. Aaron no, Gordon. it's not. I'm gonna. I'm gonna need a hint. That's All right. Vice baby, what? Oh, uh, uh, the I didn't even hear the hint. Vice, I got it. It's well, I know what team he plays for now. I just don't, I just don't, I want to make sure I get the right player here. Um, yeah, I'm losing it. Shit, it's a bam. Okay, yeah, there we go. Yeah, dude, so like, never was gonna get that. I saw this on the Miami Heat Instagram page, but I'm not even gonna lie. I literally, I was just scrolling through Instagram. I just saw this, and I was like, "Yo, that's that's interesting." I yep, just never would have guessed that. Yo, you that hint was way too easy, dude. You want I mean, the hint, the hint is literally just the team they play for, because yeah, well, it's yeah, but that's that gives it. Yeah. Well, okay. For the most part. Two guards cracked the top 10 in true shooting percentage for the 2018-19 season. Stephen Curry was ranked number eight. What guard was ranked number six? No, just for the 2018-19 season. What is the stat? The true shooting percentage. Only two guards made the top 10. Okay. Huh? (laughs) Um, yeah, uh, this. Steph is number eight, and the guard you are trying to guess ranked number six. It's six. Okay. Hmm. Uh, I almost want to say hard, but I, I got two guesses, right? Yeah, you got two guesses. I'm not even going to use it. So, okay, I'll use one on hard. It's not Harden. Okay, I didn't think so. I'll be honest. I'll be honest. Harden's a bad guess. Dude, Harden chucks, bro. When you when you say true yeah, shooting but percentage, mean, like so true shooting percentage, I'm pretty sure is basically the cumulative percentage from field goal, three point, and uh, free throw. Uh, I'll say shit, Reddick. I really <laughs> That's a good guess, but no, because I can see the direction you're going with that. Am I like on the right track? All right, here's um... here's the hint. Here's the hint. He put for the 2018-19 season. He played for the Nets. Joe Harris, you're kidding. Yes, it was Joe Harris. You're kidding. No, you think once you can't, uh, your hints are too easy. Yeah, I was going to say, you might not have to go a different route with the hints. I don't know. Okay, I got it regardless. So. Yeah, Joe, dude, I was surprised by that too. I I mean, mean, it makes sense. I guess. Yeah, I mean, I guess. Well, I think uh, threw me off the most is that Steph was number eight. I was going to say that next. If it wasn't ready. I think Corver has done that at least once or twice in his career. All right. All right. I have no idea. I, 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 honestly, dude, I, I, was, I was so lost on that question. So only one player, <laughs> only one player this previous season played 80 or more games and did not start a single one. Who did that? Hmm. That's a really good question. Oh, uh, Lou yeah. Will. Nope. Lou Will started about six games. Oh, wow. Oh, All right, he so played not, 80 and started none. He played 80 or more and started zero. Now, okay, so you, you all both just said Lou Will. Okay, let me let me not give the team. I'll give the division. 
It's the southeast. Oh my god. I don't know any. I know like I don't know anybody else in my. The most irrelevant teams: the Hornets, the Hawks, Magic, Wizards, and the Heat. Hawks, Nobody Magic, cares about any yeah, of these what? teams. Oh my god! This is another. I don't even player. think. <laughs> I don't know. Didn't start not a single game. Not, he don't, played. Don't tell me it's Wade. Don't tell me it's Wade. It's not D Wade. Okay. No, Wade was starting. D Wade didn't play eighty games. Well, that too. <laughs> this player played 81, by the way. He basically played the whole year. Well, he maybe if he shut out a game, they might have been. It might. Oh, you know what? He might play for the Magic then because he might have shut out like the last game or something. So they already clinched. I don't know. Yeah, I'm out. I, mean, I have no clue. I, I honestly have no. The idea Magic. The Magic weren't clinched at the last game. Oh, oh, nah, nah. He definitely started some games. Um, damn, they didn't start one. Like, that's so. I mean, guys get hurt. Guys start all oh, damn. Um, dude, I actually thought this guy was a starter. I did not know he was. He came off the bench. What team? I made oh, the Magic. That's what I figured. I feel I was thinking that. That's why I told you. I figured it was the Magic. I want to say Terrence Ross. Terrence Ross. But yeah, I was thinking that. Start. It was Terrence Ross. It was him, really. Oh shit! Yeah, I was. Dude, yeah, because I, I think it's like, yeah, he's stuff. a pretty solid starter. But you know what? They must dude, I I did not know he came him. off the bench. Yeah, no. Well, I mean, that means they because they start. I mean, I'm assuming they're starting Jonathan Isaac every game. Yeah, because they're trying to develop him. I guess I just don't care. care about the magic. So, but yeah, dude, he played 81 <laughs> games and started zero. I love. Well, he's pretty good. Yeah. Well, I love them on the Raptors. Huh. I don't watch Magic Games, so. <laughs> All right, so th- this this one is actually pretty. Pr- I could say easier than the last few, but if you don't know your stuff, then you're fucked, right? Keep your hands too. I want to get one without any hands. All right, this is this is interesting. This is really interesting. Just in the two thousands, there have been two instances. In which the winners of the MVP honor in consecutive years ended up playing together. The most most recent <gasps> pair being Westbrook and Harden. Who are the first two? Is it is it um oh wait, no, never mind, never mind. Never mind. Wait, 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 so wait. What two MVPs in the two thousands basically played on the same team? Entered, in consecutive the years. winner of the MVP in consecutive years, yes. Okay. Like they didn't win it. Oh, uh, uh um, Durant. Yep. Uh, Durant and Curry. I was thinking Nash and yeah, Kobe. I don't Durant know why I won. Nash and Kobe. I thought Nash won MVP for some reason. No, he did twice, but he didn't play with Kobe till like. Yeah. Uh, oh my God, you meant like that? Yeah, I'm actually. Wait, no, no, wait. You know, actually, something something yeah, interesting Durant about this. Something very interesting won, about this. It's always one year gap after the second MVP. No, no. No, after no, because what I'm saying is like the consecutive years, and then there was one space between the year they teamed up and the consecutive. That that was so easy. Oh my god. Yeah, that one was easy. That I was, was like really. That's so. I was, was kind of. Especially because you limited. Yeah, I was like kind of thinking, should I make it? Because I, okay, I I didn't want to go back and do like research I, I of every single yeah. every single MVP that's ever played together. Yeah, but MVPs are like, I mean, MVPs, everyone should know their MVPs. All right, but I, you guys yeah, like that? Like the format? Yeah, that's dope. No, yeah. That's, yeah, because that, that's, that's, the, that's the end of what I have from there. All right, all right, all right. Now, now. At least I got the last yeah. I got two. I got two. All right, so, so the well-known game, two truths and a lie, and then tell you two things that are true, one thing that is false. First thing first, I'm going to start off with things that have to do with the younger players. So, number one, Bruno Caboclo of the Memphis Grizzlies has a 7-7 wingspan while standing at 6-9. All right. Luka Doncic led all rookies with five triple-doubles this season. And Trey Young is the only rookie to ever have a a 45-point and 15-assist game. I know Which, the first one's true. 
Which one's a lie? Um, I, uh, Sec- I'm going with the second lie. one. I don't know, though. Trey Young's a lie. I don't know, 45. Ah! Trey Young's a lie. No, wait. He, no, he had a game like See, that. No, then yeah, I don't Luka. know, because no, I don't know what other rookies would get five triple doubles. That's the thing. Yeah, well, DeAndre. No, DeAndre. Ah. No. Uh, what? There had to be another. What the hell? This is actually hard. I wait, no, because you're right. I don't think any. I don't know. But ahead Luca, but I almost am positive that Trey Young did have a 45 and 15 game. Like I'm almost positive. I don't think Luca did. It, did Luca? I'm gonna stick with. But I don't think what other rookie would have gotten more than five triple doubles. I don't know though. Oh wait, I, okay, I'm not. I haven't submitted him. I'm trying. I'm thinking of. All right, so Deuce, Deuce, cho- choose Luca. I don't right? know because I think other rookies have gotten forty. I don't know. I don't know. I probably look like an. Wait, idiot. so you're saying? Wait, wait, wait. You're saying is Trey Young the only one to do forty-five and fifteen? Only rookie ever. NBA history. Ever. NBA history have yeah, 45 points I'm say and Luka, 15 assists. I'm probably wrong. Uh, Just put in your final answer. Jesus Christ, dude. Uh, yeah, I'll go. I'll go with Trey Young. I'm gonna guess some other. So did, even though the I lie was, was Luka Doncic did not lead all rookies with five triple oh, doubles. Oh, he led them. Really... He led them, but not with five. Oh yeah, you see, you're a snake. Oh, well, that's, okay. <laughs> okay, so um, your question wrong. I thought you were just saying he had to lead them. Okay, I didn't really oh, get my. it. Then. Well, okay. See, I didn't okay. So yeah, so the thing is, I remember watching that Trey Young game. It was against the Bulls. Him and Zach Levine went crazy in four overtimes. No, I. That's what I'm saying. I knew Trey did it. I, I knew. Trey yeah. Did it. Yeah. Same. No, I knew Trey. Yeah, I wanted. I wanted to throw the Bruno. I wanted to throw the Bruno Caboclo thing. In, <laughs> oh, just I, knew the, I knew that was 100. All right, all right, all right. Um, so, next one. This has to do with playoffs. First up, okay. Kawhi Leonard was the second youngest Finals MVP in NBA history when he won in 2014. Dirk Nowitzki holds the record for most made free throws without a miss in a playoff game. And the lowest scoring playoff game was 66 to 64 in 2002 between the Boston Celtics and Detroit Pistons. I almost think that third one's a lie because I'm almost positive I know a game that was a lower score than that. But I don't... But that's such a low score. It feels like that. I feel like they were different teams. Top. I don't know. Yeah, how are we defining the lie? Yeah, I was going to say, like, like, you're lying by a lie? Like, like... So, okay, so... Like, can literally any part of it be a lie? Like, can you, like, yeah. say that was the score, but maybe it was not the Celtics or something? Or so, you, there's there's it's literally... Really you're making this so difficult. <laughs> yeah, okay, I probably did make it harder than it should have, but there's literally one... No, no I like There's literally hard, one like, thing. Like, sure there's literally one thing it. in each of these statements, or in one of these statements, that makes it wrong. So there's so literally one minor detail that's just tweaked, just like the triple double thing, because he led all the rookies, but he only, but instead of having, okay, so, so, so that last one could be true, but it could be like a different team. I'll tell you this: okay. the score is the same, because I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna mess up the score, because no one's gonna know that, you know. Uh, you gotta go through. I know the Heat. I know the Heat and the Hawks played a playoff series, and they had a really. All right, so the first one was Kawhi Leonard was the second youngest Finals MVP in NBA history when he won in 2014. That's gotta be. That's gotta be. That's like the one that sounds the most. Dirk Nowitzki holds the record for most made free throws without a miss in a playoff game. And the lowest scoring playoff game. Wait, in a single playoff game or in the playoffs? In a single playoff game. And then the and the lowest scoring playoff game was sixty six to sixty four in two thousand two between the Boston Celtics and the Detroit Pistons. Uh, well, I know. That, uh, uh, I'm gonna go with the are first. We like, one. Are we like competing, or are we both just trying to get it? You guys can work together or compete. I don't care. I mean, you guys could have been keeping track between these little games. Because I know one of these. Because I know, I know, I know for a fact one of these is true. 
but I don't know if I should tell you. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I think Kawhi was the youngest, but I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't have a clue about the other two, so I'm just going to go with Kawhi as the, the youngest. All right. Um. Okay. I know the third one. Um. I think I'm almost positive I remember the game he did it. Because I watched, like, a, a whole thing on the Mavericks playoff run. But, um, I'm trying to run through, like, who might who were some really young Finals MVPs. See, there's some, like, yeah, I might go back to, like, I don't know, any, like, the 50s or 60s. It, wasn't, it was not 50s um, or 60s. Yeah, I mean. Oh, so there I was mean, yeah, somebody. I'll, I'll, um, I'm gonna go with the third one. I'll go. With the third All right, one. so you were right. The Dirk was true. Who's yeah, the youngest MVP? The the Kawhi one was actually a lie, but oh, God, dude, but, but 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 do we really give credit to Deuce because he said Kawhi is the youngest? Kawhi is oh, actually the wrong? third I was right, youngest. I was wrong. Yeah. So Magic Johnson holds the record for youngest, the first and second youngest MVP. Yeah, that's right. He won the. Yeah, he won. He won oh, it as yeah. a rookie, and then yeah, he won it as a twenty-four-year. I want to say he was like a twenty-four-year-old, or oh, he was so literally he was just a few. Two. He was a few months younger than Kawhi Leonard was when he won it in twenty fourteen. So he was the top two. Yeah, Magic Johnson is literally the top Kawhi two. The no, Kawhi is the third youngest. Wait, that's so Magic Johnson. He's he won two Finals MVPs when he was both times younger than Kawhi Leonard. Was Kawhi 25 when he won it? I thought he was. He was 24. I thought he was. So both Magic Johnson was also 24 the second time, but he was like a few months younger. Damn it! I Let's go two for two. I remember the dirt. Dude, I wish I had more. I actually don't have anything else. But dude, that's fun, right? Yeah, no, that was awesome. Yeah, I don't. I don't have anything else. Uh, hey, tell me, tell me one thing though. Uh, what's the thing that caught you most off guard out of all these things that you just like just now found out? Oh, the one that like oh. shook me. Uh, I guess the low scoring playoff game, because like nowadays, that yeah, would that's never a first happen. half score. That's a first half score. That would literally, just never happened nowadays. Uh. Makes sense though. I mean, the pick- yeah, well, that pitcher play defense. I know, but like that would just never happen nowadays. What well, I'm trying to think okay, of, like no, the, I, the, one, the reason I was questioning that one is because I, I remember there was a. I'm almost positive. Looking that up right now. Hawks. Heat, Hawks. Um, I might be dead. I could be dead wrong, but I think there was a really. I don't know. There's a really good uh video by SB Nation on how bad the that bam out of bio. <laughs> That, that, that was a so that was random. really out there. That was just so random. I'm surprised he was even on the floor in the last five minutes. That's what I'm saying. I figure like, what oh, I see on the floor. Remembering the facts and figures of Atlanta's zero to zero win, quote unquote, over the Heat and other do over NBA contents of what the that's a thing. Just look. Up, I think it was the 2009 Heat and Hawks playoffs. Yeah, it was yeah. 2008. Apparently, there they had to, there was a game that had to be redone. That's that's weird. It was just a terrible series. Like they were, it was seven blowouts in a row. But dude, honestly, I genuinely thought that Kawhi was the second youngest, and then I freaking saw that dude Magic Johnson was. I didn't, I didn't realize he was like that good. Dude, that I, I could just remember NBA posting on Instagram Kawhi the youngest Finals MVP ever in my head. So I just thought that was right. <laughs> I know Larry Bird also won the finals as a rookie, but he didn't win the finals as a rookie. Cedric Maxwell did. Well, plenty of NBA players have won as a rookie. Oh well, I want to, I want to, I want to get to uh, what, uh, who, what we think of the uh, what happened in the NBA in the offseason. Because boy, do I, do I not? I don't think either LA teams coming out of the West. All right, okay, quick rundown. What team do you see coming into the playoff? What team do you see coming out of the playoffs? Immediately, I think we all agree the Thunder are not making yep. the playoffs. Thunder. Either, right? All right, so wait, what team are we seeing going in then? The Lakers? All right, so who else falls out? I guess the Lakers. <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah, I mean, that's Because who, who else do you, maybe falls out? The Spurs might fall out. Um, 
to maybe like the Pelicans. I guess the Spurs are always gonna hover around seven to eight though. Until that's like one of those weirdest things too. It's because Pop Popovich. Greg Popovich is just a great coach. I feel like I feel like when he retires is gonna be the time oh, that they oh, finally oh. Uh, oh, yeah, they're don't make the playoffs. They're gonna get Man, the East might be the same damn teams. No. Uh, pay. I mean, the, I'll the go, Heat. I'll go, the Heat are going. I'll go Orlando. I'll, I'll, I'll say Orlando. Yeah. I mean, I, I could see them get back in, but I could. I mean, them and Detroit both could fall out, but no one cares. They're both first round exits at best. Yes, yeah, yes. The thing with these teams, it's like we know the same four teams in the East are going to compete probably. I guess not Jimmy Butler. Fun. Jimmy Butler is uh, going to lead to a freaking six seed at best. Stop. At best, stop. What did, did not at best? That's the ceiling. His floor is like yeah. twelve. Yeah. Oh, like, wait, what are you trying best. to say? Wait, no, 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 no. Oh, okay. I'm not gonna be that delusional t- saying, nah, bro. Jimmy Butler Fourth instead team. of Josh Richardson, give us the championship right now. Because I can easily, bro, right now. I'll tell you, the Sixers are better than the Heat. Right. The Hawks are better than the Heat. Right. Yeah, that's not what he meant. That's not what he meant. Yeah. But I okay. Know, I know. So I can, I can see. Weirdly enough, I can see the Nets being like a mid-East team just with Kyrie. Well, I'm telling you right now, if Durant finds a way back on the floor... Dude, if Durant finds a way back on the floor, they're going to be instant title contenders. I don't care what anybody says, how long he's been out. I want it to happen. I want it to happen so bad. Dude, imagine seeing KD and Kyrie as like like a five or six seed. Even when KD came back in game five and he was stuck to just being a spot of three, he went three for three. Like, Dude, that man that man was like 50% of what he actually was, and he still was the reason why they, like, stayed in that game. Yeah, he had 12 in the first quarter and then some, and then he tried to like, dribble. Like, K- KD can come back from this injury 70% from what he was. He's still going to be, well, he's still going to be, like, a top 10 scary. player in the league. Yeah. The scary thing is that it, it's the worst injury he could have ever suffered. Yeah, but, he's a boogie. But okay, he's not a player that really relies on like his pure athleticism though. Like it's a very good asset that he has. But yeah, but, it, yeah, but it's hard in general. I mean, everything's selfish. I mean, it's just a, it's just a terrible. Yeah. And what I think it was his left leg too. It'd be a bigger deal if it was his right leg, but it was his left leg that got uh, hurt. So. Regardless, they'll be title contenders once he comes back. Once he yeah, immediately, especially. <laughs> I mean, we don't know what uh, Giannis is going to come We don't know what Giannis is going to come up to, dude. We don't know what Ben Simmons is going to end up like. Ben Simmons isn't going to progress this year. Unless, you don't like, think so? I mean, well, like, he'll obviously get better, but, like, you know, people want him to get a jump shot. I don't know if that is, that's ever going to happen. Well, uh, who do y'all think is coming out of the West? Coming out of the what? If you, had to go to, if, you had, if you had to bet right now, who do you think would win the when the West, oh my! Ooh. Uh, you got to pick a California team. Can't go wrong. <laughs> you want to take the Kings? It, dude, part of me wants to say like the Rockets. Yeah, at the same time, really like Houston, but that's who I'm taking. Dude. Oh I, my. I, I can full. I can. I can see three teams coming out the West. I can see the Lakers. I can see the Clippers. I, yeah, I, can see more than three. I, can I don't see the Jazz four. making it out the West. Maybe if Clay comes back no, and plays no, well. Jazz are not. Yeah. I feel like the Warriors, the Warriors depend on if Clay comes back or not, in my opinion. No, they'll be. I mean, I don't think the Warriors will win the West without Clay, but like, they'll still be like a four seed, five seed. No, they, but they'll have exactly. Well, no, it can be like a Gordon Hayward thing, you know, like when he doesn't come back. But then again, it's, it all it all, all he needs to do is shoot. My bad. But, hold on, no, hold on. That, oh, that's that a is, bad comparison. Yeah, that nope. kind of that, that that, dude, no, because <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, so what? So you plus Gordon Hayward's injury is different yeah. than what Clay did. Hayward's injury was worse. A twenty, I mean, obviously a twenty CL is terrible, but. Got every got ninety percent of dudes bounce back from the torn ACL. Pretty Zach Levine. I mean, Look at Zach Levine. Forward. Actually, he's a very good example of that. It, it, dude, it, it's a straightforward injury. That's why. Man, I, I don't. I don't Warriors, see that. I don't I almost, see the Jazz coming I out. Want to take the Warriors? Because I, well, I don't know what they're playing. I mean, I know they're saying they're committing to D'Lo, but I mean, obviously. 
I personally don't. I don't. I personally don't like so we them don't, saying that. I mean, obviously they, they have to say to. that. I mean, they can't come out and say, "Yeah, we're." Gonna but I, I don't like that they actually go in the direction of keeping D'Lo and thinking that a lineup of Steph, D'Lo, and Clay is gonna work. I just don't think that's a good idea at all. No, I think the lineup works. My only problem is I don't know how. I don't. They're bad. Defense, exactly. That's why I don't think it. it'll work. Because It'll be fine. But, I mean, at the same time, Clay and Draymond, Clay and Draymond can easily take the best two offensive players on any team. If they have uh, Curry, Duro, Clay, will be fine. Without Clay, dude, that makes their starting lineup six three, six five, six seven, six seven, six what eleven or seven foot with Willie Cauley Stein. I mean, that's what. Yeah, they but I mean, this dude, man. Yeah, they run small. They're gonna. They, yeah, the they Warriors always, always run small. That's what Curry wants. Oh my god, yeah, because when they had Harrison Barnes, he was, what, 6'8"? They ran Fester's Zealy. Dear god. 6'9"? Dude, that that's weird to think about. That's just, Imagine running that's that team offense. in 2K. You're getting you're getting demolished yeah, like, on defense. What you talking about? I run that shit all the time. I used to, I love playing small with the Iggy lineup. Let's take out their center. Dude, that, that, that's scary defensively. Go, just go against Mo Bomber like Don Maker did. Oh my god. What? <laughs> not in real no, life. No, no, no. Life. Definitely not in real life. I'm just thinking about virtually in 2K where you're broken. Yeah, that's I, weird. Yeah, but out west, I mean, dude, it, I mean, no, it's okay, totally yeah, a bloodbath yeah. out west. There's some people, I mean, there's some people that think the Blazers have a real shot to win the I, can not, I, mean, I, just, I always forget about the Blazers. That's the thing. I mean, they, they were there without their starting center. So imagine what happens when they get him back. They now have Ken Bazemore. Yeah, they yeah. now have Hassan Whiteside. While freaking, uh, I feel like Hassan Whiteside is an upgrade from an S. Cantor, no matter what. So just like while we were waiting for Nurkic to come back and be what he once was, like Whiteside is not bad compensation. They and with all the keen and three of those games, and they lost them all. So I <laughs> kept no faith in them. Oh, they also lost my one. I mean, how, how we? Another team I'm interested in. I wonder what, how we feel about Indiana. Out east. What? What about Clay Depot? Really they lo- lo- I love what Indiana does in this offseason. Yeah, they have a good offseason. They off-season. lost Bogdanovich. That's my. That's the big. They, and that and Thad Young. They lost Bogdanovich and Thad Young. Those were two. Those yeah, are two important pieces. But you go pick up TJ Warren. For yeah, nothing. they got TJ Warren for free. That's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, the Suns, if the Suns didn't prove they are the worst-ran team in the NBA. Yeah, that's true. Um, the Suns are just doubling I mean, down on, like, Bro- young players. Brogdon's an amazing pickup. Right. And then you have Jeremy Lamb and McConnell off the bench. You have to love that. Yeah, look, it's going to be on um, the Depot. Like, this team's going to go as far as the Depot comes back. And this team, this, well, not this team, but the core of this team took the, took LeBron seven games. Yeah, with all the Depot. So, I... That's what, yeah, but he's gonna be back. I, it's just that what rate? That's the question there. And then too, I think Boston could. I mean, Boston could win the East if Jason Tatum took a huge step forward. And I'm telling you, Kemba Walker is gonna fit better than Kyrie did in Boston. Nah. Okay. Oh. Because, okay. Tell me this. Tell me this. With uh, Isaiah no, Thomas in Boston. Isaiah, Isaiah Thomas in Boston versus Kyrie's season in Boston. Who played better? That's a very yeah, but you're, yeah, but Isaiah Thomas didn't have the guys like other guys like that that were scoring. Yeah, it was literally it's like if I I had to put up fifty for them to even want to win. So that's the thing. Like he, there was no like who there was like, no other you, option like, who, like Avery Bradley, every Jay Crowder. Yeah, like that yeah, was such I mean, a weird. He had to just try and outscore them. That was such a weird team. That, that team, that to, if you really think about it, that team should show how weak. The yeah, East got. they got to the Eastern Conference Finals. They stole the game That's somehow. Disgusting. Yeah, because a uh, freaking lucky bounce after IT was already injured too. Well, I mean, let's also be honest. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, not that they were that. Not that they were ever going to even have a shot against the Cavs. Clearly, but the Raptors were the second best team in the East that year. They just ended up having to play the LeBron. Cavs around her. But they were the second best team. No, oh, they had they, they had the got, one seed and they got swept the year after. No, I know. But, I'm like, they're better than both. But they're still better than that Celtics team. If the Celtics and Raptors met, I would have took I still long. don't understand how that Raptor, Raptors team got swept, but then that Celtics team pushed the Cavs to seven. 
I always found it funny. Uh, that's just because the Cavs did the Redskins. They took the Cavs six the one year, and then they got worse. <laughs> that's I always found that funny. They took LeBron six games in the Eastern Conference. They got yeah, the they Eastern got Conference scared. Finals. And all of a sudden, then you they the got Miami worse. that like, Miami Heat got, team that Miami the, Heat team would have put up a better fight. That's because of Dwayne Wade. Yeah, but that but what I'm saying is the Raptors team that once the Eastern Conference Finals got better, and LeBron's team got worse, and somehow they performed worse. <laughs> <laughs> like that, that they just they happen. just followed the curve, man. They just followed the curve. Man, I mean, especially the year, the last year before they got Kawhi. I mean, LeBron just went seven games against an Indiana team that had no business taking him seven games as much as I like that team. I mean, Toronto, it's it's sad. I mean, obviously now it doesn't matter. They won the chip. And yeah, I mean, as a business standpoint, they, they just did everything chip. right. You know? They just won a chip and they just did but, uh, you know, A team but, that no one's really talking about, the Minnesota Timberwolves. How do you guys like the uh, the Jared Culver the Jared Culver draft? I don't give a shit. I'm never watching a Timberwolves. <laughs> I don't give a damn about the. They had a terrible oh, the- season. They should have went after Ross Bulo. Didn't get him. They traded Dario. Wait, what did they? Wait, what did they trade Dario Saric for? Culver. That's not bad. No, not did they trade oh, up? Man, did they trade up? I'm sorry to all the 15 Minnesota Timberwolves fans out there. Nobody cares about. Hey, you. shout out Cat um, Season uh, joining the Air Force. Shout out to you. Freaking Jeff Teague is Jeff still Teague there. Awesome contract. Um, oh man, and they awesome lost D Rose. I'd rather talk about the Suns and the freaking Timberwolves. I don't give a the Knicks flying. and all their fifteen power forwards. Dude, the Knicks might make the playoffs. Dude, imagine if the Knicks signed uh, like. Mike, Michael Beasley again. I care less at all. I don't know what it matter. No, I mean the Knicks. I mean as bad as these, they could get an AC. I mean, I mean, like, yeah, I, mean do you, I don't, I don't see the Knicks being better than the Pistons or the Magic or the Heat or. Yep, I mean, like, I'm just like thinking about like, the bottom yeah, of the can. playoff East. Like, they can do. It's just like they nobody cares because nobody not. cares about the bottom like three yeah, exactly. teams. I feel like just because they're a big market and they don't have a star, realistically. Imagine if Julius Randle balls think, out though. Julius Randle is a lot of potential. Yeah. Well, that's like the thing that I think the only thing, the only downside to this is like I obviously the parody this year is awesome. Like we to, to actually have a real debate over the the winners of each conference, I mean, it's awesome. But you know, like, the East is so weak. I mean, the East the, compared to what's happening in the West, I mean, the West now. is gonna the West is gonna have teams. Now, this I mean, this might be a bit of a reach, but there's a real chance the West could have teams that miss the playoffs that could win the Eastern Conference. That's just how I mean, you, well, be for I don't, time. you take a team. You take a team like Dallas. Get out of here! No, no, no. I Dallas. Think, if you put Dallas in the East, they are not winning it. I think they're a little too high on Dallas. Well, I mean, I want Dallas to be a Bradley Beal first. I mean, I think well, that's yeah. the greatest thing. Okay, who would they trade? Jalen Brunson. Yeah, Brunson. Jalen Brunson and picks. Boban. Uh, yeah. Well, they would send him back. They would send up. They would send Tim Hardaway. Yo, dude, um, is he cutting out for you too? He's been cutting out the whole time. Yeah. I said. Way to watch Jalen Brunson. <laughs> And then, dude, they had to basically like takes or something. I, I mean, think the, the Clippers their... started that trend of trading seven draft picks for a player. I think that's whole. <laughs> yeah. No, I the Nets started. Ever. No, the Nets started that. Remember? Yeah, they traded it's, all it's their whole future just Paul for Paul Pierce and uh, Kevin yeah, Garnett. Twenty two. The, the Nets people. even sent players in that deal. I mean. I think that's great because, like, at least half those picks are going to be mid to low. Nah, but for the Thunder, it's genius because they have a job by the time those picks are valuable. <laughs> but the Clippers, I mean, eventually, Paul, like, their picks, are they, aren't they back as far as 2027 and 28? I mean, Paul George and Kawhi Leonard might not even be in the NBA by then. I think wow. it's, it's all and, worth it if they win. Wow, that's uh, true. No. 
I yeah, I mean, think about trade, like the cl- no doubt. I think it's just because the the management. If they win a chip, if they win a chip, then you win the trade. To me, it, I don't care. To me, if you win a championship, you want to trade. If you make a deal like that, but the, like if the, the Clippers don't win a championship, then the Thunder could easily win that trade. Now, it, imagine thinking, you imagine, so yeah, imagine like looking back nine years. They're like, oh man, remember this one time this team traded a draft pick? Man, they won that trade because of but this that's one. The thing. <laughs> But that's the thing, like Sam Presti, it's it's in a way smart. And the same thing, even the Rockets is even better because he's got these picks so far down the line. Who God knows what these teams will look like in six, seven, eight years. I mean, the Rockets and Clippers, for all we know, could be the two worst teams in the league. And like, nah. When when did the Sacramento Kings trade that first rounder? The Westbrook are almost our base. Paul George, seven years from now. I mean, they're not. Yeah, but that's the last. See, that's the last pick. That's that's one pick. Like twenty twenty seven. Was there one in twenty twenty? Well, we also don't know how long they'll be there either. I mean, it's not like their contracts are forever. Kawhi only took a two year deal. No, I'm assuming he did a two plus one. Two two plus one. Yeah, because he he, he's gonna opt out. out. They all opt out. But yeah. All right. I think I think we're at the end of this now. I think we're at the end of this now. Yeah. You guys have anything else to add? Um, I'm gonna cut it already. NFL so. season, finally, almost, almost. Anyway, the Broncos will make the okay, playoffs. Okay, so okay. Yeah, that's where we. I will go to my. I'm telling you, I can't believe how much hate I get. <laughs> I really think Denver's going to the playoffs. <laughs> Joe Flacco looks good in camp, boys. I'm telling you, Theo Riddick pick up a lot. terrible. So bad. I don't give a shit. He's not playing. <laughs> Joe. It's about it's about the man, the myth, the legend, the elite quarterback himself, Joe Flacco. Oh, anyway, thank you guys for tuning in and listening to this episode three of the Fifth Year Podcast. Share it, go on, and so forth. See you next time.